1: so i have railed on this show repeatedly about the backstabbing deal that jason stevens made with all 33 house democrats to become the ohio speaker of the house and i railed against it because number one it proved jason stevens to be uh, a liar and a person of no integrity because a couple months prior to backdooring the person who should be Speaker, Derek Maron, Jason Stevens said he would vote for Derek Maron. And then he went and orchestrated a deal to get himself named Speaker and gave plum committee assignments to all the other 22 turncoat Republicans who helped him uh, do an et tu brute on Derek Maron. And the reason I railed against it was not only because it showed a complete lack of of integrity and character on the part of Jeff Leray, Jay Edwards, Al Catrona, Gene Schmidt, Jason Stevens, and every other dishonorable elected official among those 22 Republicans. I was against it because they made all kinds of deals they now deny with the Democrats in the Ohio House, in order to get the support of the Ohio House Democrats. And we now see evidence that everything we thought was true is true. And the Republicans, like Stevens and his other uh, henchmen, will say, oh, look, look, though, Bruce, we voted yesterday to expand school choice in Ohio. So did you vote for universal school choice in Ohio? You do have Republican supermajorities. You could do that. No, you didn't. And the reason why they didn't is because the Democrats don't want school choice because the Democrats are enslaved to the teachers' unions. The teachers' unions tell Democrats what to do, and then Alison Russo of Upper Arlington, still stupidly wearing her mask to work at the Ohio Statehouse, tells Jason Stevens not only when to jump but how high. So... Derek Maron yesterday tried to offer an amendment because when you pass a state budget, you got to read it on the floor of the Ohio House. Derek Maron tried to offer an amendment to at least get school choice up for consideration, and they wouldn't even let him offer the amendment. Jason Stevens, man, nothing bad enough can happen to you legislatively. Nothing bad enough. Can happen to you. I hope somebody primaries you, and I hope you get run out of office. You are a disgrace to the Republican label you wear. Derek Maron said yesterday, the question here isn't if you support the backpack bill. The question is, are members going to be allowed to speak it into the budget? What are we afraid of? Don't we want to have debate? No, they can't. They can't have debate, Derek. You know that, because then. That would break their deal with Alison Russo. So what concessions did you get? Well, now the uh, eligibility for EdChoice in the State of Ohio, if this House budget approved yesterday is approved by the Matt Huffman-led Senate would be expanded to four hundred and fifty percent of the poverty level, which basically means you used to be able to get an ed Choice scholarship in the state of Ohio. Your kid could get five grand to attend a private school, which doesn't pay for any private school that I know of, but pays a little bit, you could get, you could be eligible for an EdChoice scholarship if your family made $70,000 or less. Now they would expand that to if your family made $135,000 or less, which they say will encompass a large majority of the people of the state of Ohio, which I don't know that that is true. Because you know why? Why I don't believe it? Because it's coming from Jason Stevens and his ilk. That's why I don't believe it. Now, they also did one good thing yesterday. They stripped out of their house budget Mike DeWine's stupid idea to give any graduate of an Ohio high school $5,000 off their college tuition if they went to an Ohio State University, not only the Ohio State University, but an Ohio State University. presumably finished in the top 5% of their class. No, no, no. That was a dumb idea at the time because you're not going to pay for kids to go to Christian schools or private colleges. you got to make them go to a state university. What, so they can get like more indoctrinated than they've already been in the Ohio high school system through your public school LGBTQIA plus minus divided sign poop emoji movement? No thanks. Speaking of poop emoji, here's Anna Staver's latest piece for the Columbus Dispatch. Of course, the uh, woke leftist that she is would focus on the most uh, eye-opening testimony yesterday at the Statehouse in favor of... Of uh, House Bill 68, which would um, keep fake boys from playing girl sports. Fake girls from playing girl sports. Excuse me. Uh, No, House Bill 68, I got it confused with Jenna Powell's bill. House Bill 68 would restrict the medical treatments. It's basically the SAFE Act. It's Gary Click's SAFE Act. You could not give hormones, puberty blockers, or surgery to a minor child in their uh, mentally ill pursuit of a different sex than they were born. There's a story this week that conservative media is talking about where a <clears throat> an 18-year-old uh, male was trying to surgically become a female, and so they cut off his genitals and tried to fashion female genitalia. And he died in the process. Funny how that didn't make it on ABC World News Tonight, CBS News this evening, or anything else in mainstream media. So Gary Click, who's one of the good guys at the state house, trying to stop this. Uh, Well, they had a a person yesterday, Stuart Long, who... uh, Believe, I believe he might be—I'm not going to say what his affiliation is because I can't find it in this story because, of course, anastaver wrote it. Why would it be written well? Uh, he said that those opposed to House Bill 68, those opposed to not allowing minors to take puberty blockers, which would permanently sterilize them, uh, not allowing them to have their genitalia cut off before they can make— at least closer to a mature decision after the age of eighteen uh, are uh, under the influence of demons. Now, <laughs> I, and I'm not to say everybody is under the influence of demons, but if you are people, if you are recruiting people to that, you are uh, demonically possessed. But of course, this freaks people out because you can't acknowledge that demons exist. Because, of course, if you have to acknowledge that demons exist, then you can't acknowledge that God exists. And they don't want to know. Democrat wants to acknowledge that God exists. So they picked on uh, Stuart Long's testimony. I've been told by people who were at the hearings that there was a lot of really, really, really good analytical support for this bill. Uh, none of it, of course, is written about in uh, Anna Staver's column because she's a partisan hack who likes to make Republicans or opposition to Democrats look as extreme as possible. Uh, also, there's a story out of the State House that the LGBTQIA plus minus divided side poop emoji alphabet mafia <clears throat> is mad that at the same time there was a hearing going on for the SAFE Act, there was also a hearing going on about Jenna Powell's bill to ban boys from playing girls sports. And the Alphabet Mafia was really upset because the two hearings were held at the same time and they wanted to congregate in the room and make everybody say, oh look the room's full of opponents to this bill it must be a bad bill. No, when you get a bunch of freaks come out and oppose a bill like the SAFE Act or the Jenna Powell bill, you know what that shows? It shows that You are on the bullseye with that legislation, that it is needed. okay. and I love it that the Republicans held these two hearings at the same time, because you darn well know that if Democrats had the power to do that and divide the Republican opposition, they would do it in a heartbeat. Use the power you have. Uh, Speaking of people standing for truth, Tucker Carlson, uh, no longer given the platform of his show on Fox, Tucker Carlson, tonight, but I was uh, finishing up some work last night on the computer about 10.30, and I saw on my phone an alert about a tweet that Tucker Carlson had just posted. So I called it up, and like 23 million other Americans... Heard Tucker Carlson say this.
0: Good evening. It's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country. Kind and decent people. People who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious people also. A lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties... Emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink, and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon.
1: And that is why I try to stress every day how much truth matters and being on the side of truth matters and not letting people get away with saying things that are blatantly false matters. You might think, oh, you know, I don't go along with all this woke cancel culture indoctrination stuff. I don't go along with it. Bruce, I don't go along with it. Do you speak out against it? Do you get up from a conversation? Do you say, no, I don't agree with that? Can you articulate why you don't agree with it? That's a very easy case to make against a lot of the things that you're told, case against transgenderism. I believe in a all-powerful, all-knowing, infallible God. That God doesn't make mistakes. Hence, you cannot be born the wrong sex. But they're banning books, Bruce. You Republicans, you're extremists. They're banning books. I can buy it on Amazon. It must not be banned. It must be restricted to age appropriateness. Yeah, but women's health care, Bruce, women's health care, that's a baby. If you leave it alone, it becomes a baby. It's not a lump of cells. It's not a political ideology about women's health care, reproductive freedom. We we actually are in favor of reproductive freedom. We would like for you to reproduce more. We'd like to have more children. Uh, If you don't want them, we'll adopt them. So very often the lies that are told are easy lies to refute. And here's the latest lie that the Biden administration has now put into law, and it's going into effect in a couple of days on May the 1st. Uh, you've always grown up in a system, if you're like me. I remember I was uh, 27 years old when I moved back to Columbus from Miami, Florida, and I got what I thought was a really nice apartment I was very excited about. It It was a condo, with 2 bedrooms, had a basement finished. I was like on top of the world. And my brother said to me, why are you wasting your money on rent why don't you buy a house you'll accrue equity and you can deduct your house payments the interest portion on your taxes the first time i'd been exposed to those ideas they made good sense to me i started working hard i saved eight thousand dollars i put ten percent down on a house yeah in upper arlington eighty thousand dollars like Could you touch a house in Upper Arlington of any sort for less than three times that now? I don't think so. But anyway, the idea was work hard, save your money. And he told me, if you want to get a home loan, you got to pay your credit cards off every month to really help your credit score because then you'll be considered a good credit risk and banks will charge you less for a loan than they will if you have a bad credit score. You might not even be able to get a loan if you have a bad credit score. See, that's how we all grew up, and that's ingraining of a principle, which is do things right, you'll be rewarded. Do things right, things will be easier for you. Do things wrong, there'll be a penalty for it. Well, we're not in that area anymore, are we? We steal a car, and we're out the next hour to steal another car, right? We got two kids in Chicago last week, stole a car, T-boned a truck, Killed a six-month-old baby, and the two kids who stole the car and killed the six-month-old baby are charged with a misdemeanor, criminal trespassing. Not vehicular homicide, not vehicular manslaughter, not murder. So the whole idea of doing things right, it'll allow things to go better for you, that's out the window now because the Biden administration has... um, instituted a policy where those with good credit scores will soon be facing higher mortgage fees. Because, of course, what they're trying to do is to try to close the gap between people who pay their bills and have no problem getting a loan and those who've never paid their bills and have rotten credit because they deserve a house too, Bruce. They deserve a house. We've got to give that's really racist and mean if we don't let them buy a house, get a mortgage. And it's not fair to make them pay high mortgage fees for the loan because equity. Yeah. So starting in May, the structure of fees you're charged for a loan will go up if you have a really good credit score and down if you don't have a good credit score because look at this. The average credit score in white communities was 727 in 2021 compared with 667 in Hispanic communities and 627 in black communities. So we got unequal outcomes, so there has to be racism, and we have to put our hand on the scale, and we have to fix it, and I'm obviously not against black homeownership. I'm not against Hispanic homeownership. Anybody of any race can move in next to me anytime they want to. As long as your dog's not barking after 9 o'clock, and as long as you're a good neighbor, like I endeavor to be, we'll get along great. But we now have, at the highest annals of government, the unmistakable sign that do things right and you'll be penalized. Do things wrong and we'll put our foot on the scale and make every effort we can to not hold you accountable for your mistakes. Oh, you got a student loan you haven't paid off? Don't worry, we'll forgive that. Oh, you uh, don't feel like going to work? Okay, we'll give you uh, free childcare and a check